Hello, and welcome to Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna. This is Soleil and... Ramona Gaylord. Happy spring to all, and as a welcome to the new season, this week we have an exciting new wildlife sighting on the valley floor. Last night, we were fortunate to have viewed a river hotter frolicking in the Pearl Property ponds while we jogged the river trail. A welcome sight for any nature lover or biologist. River otters need healthy environments in order to thrive, and the ponds seem to be providing this individual with a tasty feast. The last time I spotted a river otter in the environs around town was about eight years ago on the beaver lodge at the town park pond. Otters are members of the mustelidder weasel family, which includes minks, skunks, and badgers. Mustelids have scent glands near the base of their tails that produce a strong, musky odor. Actually, a couple years ago, I pulled a river otter that had just been hit and killed off the highway near Placerville, and his body was still wet but had a very strong, earthy smell from that scent gland that mustelids are famous for. Perhaps our little river otter here on our town, on our ponds, may be here to stay for some time and increase the biodiversity of our valley floor ecosystem. Soleil, tell us about some basic natural history of the river otter. River otters have long, streamlined bodies, short legs, webbed toes, and long, tapered tails, all adaptations for their mostly aquatic lives, but they are equally versatile on land. In fact, we watched this otter hopping briskly from the first pond to the second pond. On land, they can run up to 15 miles per hour. They can even slide, and they do do a lot of that. Their playful snow and mud sliding, tail chasing, water play, and snow burrowing activities also serve other purposes. They help strengthen social bonds and let young otters practice hunting techniques. We did spot some slides along the bank but these may have been made by the beavers. There was actually a beaver in the pond swimming at the same time as the otter. It was wonderful to be able to admire firsthand the short, thick, and a luxurious fur for which otters are famous and which was also responsible for their demise and near extinction, as otter pelts were a huge commodity in the early years of Colorado history. North American river otters were hunted and trapped extensively for their fur in the 19th and 20th centuries and are still hunted in some places. In fact, river otter pelts are used as the standard for rating the quality of other pelts because they are so rich. The river otter's fur consists of two layers, a coarse waterproof outer layer and a softer finer layer that keeps the animal warm. When in the water, Air bubbles cling to the outer hairs, covering the otter in what appears to be a silvery sheen. And the otters were actually extirpated from large parts of their range, but conservation and reintroduction efforts are helping populations to recover. There was a reintroduction effort here in Colorado in the 1980s. However, habitat and water pollution, habitat destruction and water pollution still puts these animals at great risks, especially because they are such specialized mammals. The fur of the um, otter is a rich brown above and lighter with a silvery sheen below. In fact, with the first couple of, within the first couple of seconds of spotting the otter on the pond, I wasn't quite sure whether it was a beaver or an otter, but when he looked up and I saw the creamy color under the chin, I immediately knew it was an otter. I feel fortunate to have seen this otter because they are seldom seen. River otters inhabit ponds, lakes, and rivers. Otters frequent areas that remain ice-free in winter like rapids, the outflows of lakes, and waterfalls. River otters avoid polluted waterways. 
As we observed from the bank, the otter would disappear for minutes at a time and we could see an occasional set of bubbles. They can actually stay underwater for as much as five minutes. Although you won't see it, river otters can close their nostrils to keep water out during long dives. When the otter we watched surfaced, we could hear an expulsion of air, like a whale coming to the surface. The otter also performed repetitive somersaults and would bring up something in his mouth, which he would chew and handle with his clawed feet that are perfectly adapted for grasping onto slippery prey. The otter is very flexible and can make sharp, sudden turns that help them catch fish. This otter showed us lots of these. Once the otter hauled out into the bank, we could see a tremendous set of long white whiskers. They use these to detect prey in dark or cloudy waters. River otters dry themselves and uphold the insulative quality of their fur by frequent rubbing and rolling on the grass, bare ground and logs, just as this otter did. We really weren't clear what he was pulling up from the mud in the ponds there and vigorously chewing up. But we do know that otters eat a variety of aquatic wildlife, such as fish, crayfish, crabs, frogs, birds' eggs, and birds themselves, as well as other reptiles, such as turtles. They have also been known to eat aquatic plants and to prey on other small mammals like muskrats, which are also at that pond, and rabbits. They have a really high metabolism, so they do need to eat quite frequently. This otter was so full of energy, too. As a side note, there is a pair of nesting Canadian geese located between the two ponds, and the geese appeared to be quite nervous about the otter because this omnivorous mammal would not hesitate to take one of their eggs. And so the vulnerability and the seasonal availability of prey animals is what mainly governs the otter's food habits and prey choices. And that availability of food choices is influenced by the detectability and mobility of the prey, the habitat availability for the various prey species, and environmental factors such as water depth and temperature and seasonal changes in prey supply, and the distribution in correspondence with where otters forage. So I definitely would be curious to learn what was in that pond and what the otter was eating and whether he, maybe that's a seasonal thing or not, but it was certainly neat to see him eating something there. So Soleil, do otters have any predators themselves? They do. They have bobcats, coyotes, raptors, and other large predators will sometimes prey on the North American river otter. The otters can live eight to nine years in the wild if they are not predated or trapped. And what about otter dens? Where do these otters live and where do they build those dens? Otter dens are well hidden. Those located at the water's edge will have an entry far enough below the surface to prevent it from being seen and frozen shut. Between one or three pups are born blind and helpless. They first learn to swim after about two months. River otters usually live in small social groups and communicate with whistles, yelps, growls, and screams, as well as touch and body posture. Keep your ears and eyes open while walking the river trail because you may just be treated to the lively and entertaining antics of this aquatic mammal. Happy trails, and thanks, Kodo. Stay tuned for our next chapter of Vo Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna.